0: Welcome to the Princeton LaxCast. I'm Jerry Price. I am joined by Princeton senior Maria Pancini. Maria, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for being here. A uh, lot going on for the women's lacrosse team. We'll get into all that. We'll talk about your story. Um, and let's start out a bit just uh, with the game coming up against Penn on Wednesday night. Uh, big game for Princeton. Where do you think your team is at heading into that one?
1: I think we're really excited. Um, there's been a lot of kind of crazy upsets in the Ivy League so when we uh, lost the game to Yale we kind of thought we were down and out they were gonna win the whole thing now we're right in there and I think we know that every single game that's coming up we have three more games all Ivy League all very important for kind of our goals that we set at the beginning of the year and they're all in grasp and I think everyone' is very very excited pumped up and sort of I'm from Philly so going there to Franklin Field um it's exciting uh, being back in my home city, but definitely want to come out with a Princeton win there.
0: And, uh, you have a family connection at Penn too, right?
1: Mm-hmm. My oldest sister, Bridget went there. She didn't play lacrosse, but she did her undergraduate there and she loved it. Loved Penn. My dad works in the city, a lot of connections there.
0: So let's talk about a little bit about where you are, uh, not quite the senior season that you were hoping for injuries and um just a little talk about a little bit about what what happened to you and what your status is now
1: yeah so um unfortunately this kind of preseason, I guess in January um I just had a kind of fluke injury in my knee um kind of actually saw a doctor at Penn so their office is right in Franklin Field which is kind of funny. Um, But yeah, basically tried to play through it for a few games, just made it worse, ended up being season ending. So as upsetting as it is, I have still been trying to stay focused with the team, lead from the sideline. I'm very vocal on the sideline, literally lose my voice after every game. So um, yeah, it's very upsetting, not the way that I thought my senior year would go, but just kind of trying to make the most of it and kind of help coach and sort of leave a legacy in a different way.
0: So what's your focus in that? You talk about, you know, you got a lot of young players on this team. How do you try to uh, reach them?
1: Yeah. So I think I'm kind of like a sort of when the coaches are off on the side, I sort of try and relay the messages that they send or sort of like see things on the defensive side that I notice and just kind of pull people aside and kind of try and coach them through it. A lot of people may have questions on things that we're doing and, kind of might feel more comfortable coming to me than asking the coaches a question. Um, So I think, yeah, it's really I'm more of just like a player slash coach now and just sort of trying to put my two cents in there as we go through the season.
0: So let's go back to the very beginning of uh, your lacrosse career. You come from a very uh, strong group of uh, women's lacrosse players how did you get involved in the sport of lacrosse? How did your family get involved? Uh, what was that like for you uh, when you were growing up?
1: Yeah, so I um, I was a big soccer player growing up, so I loved soccer. I played club, travel, all of that. Um, honestly, really thought I was going to go to college for soccer, but then I don't really remember exactly when it happened, but my older sister, Laura, got into lacrosse and then my dad um, and mom were kind of like, oh, Marianne, Natalie, my younger sister, like you guys should try it. I think I was in like fourth grade when I tried it. and At first, I did not like it at all. It just wasn't my thing. Um, but then kind of throughout middle school and high school, I sort of started to like it more than Laura committed to Princeton, my older sister. And then. I sort of, I had a really great coach my freshman year and eighth grade year at Agnes Irwin, my high school. Um, And she just kind of helped me start to love the game. And then from there, it's kind of the rest is history. I ended up here and just kind of continuing to play lacrosse for as long as I can.
0: Uh, You mentioned Agnes Irwin, a real powerhouse in girls lacrosse. What was the experience there like? How intense was the lacrosse program?
1: It was very intense. I think um, it kind of, started off like our program wasn't great and then we got a new coach and she kind of was a very like hard-headed coach she really knew what she wanted and we had a great group of girls that came in it was my eighth grade year so I think my sister Laura was a sophomore so Laura's grade was fantastic they I think almost all of them ended up going T1 but it was intense we did we had practice a lot in the off season we'd have clinics that we had to go to during the season it was kind of like you go there at 3 30 and it's sort of you end when coach duck wants you to end and so i think that honestly helped me a lot coming into princeton because like college athletics is very difficult and there's a big time commitment but my high school time commitment was honestly like not very different so it was an adjustment but i think that my high school really helped me to sort of adjust better
0: so you've also had a, a chance to compete internationally. Talk a little bit about those experiences.
1: Yeah. So I um, did the U19 women's national tournament. I'm not really sure the lingo of that. Um, that was after my freshman year I competed for the Puerto Rico team. Um, we ended up going eight now. We were great. Um, there was just some rules with world lacrosse that we couldn't continue in the championship bracket. So We ended up finishing eighth place, but we went eight and oh. and it was just such a good experience. Kind of, that was my first time really connecting the way I did with Puerto Rico and the island and where my mother's from. So that was awesome just to be back sort of in touch with my heritage and my roots that I probably haven't really been as focused on. And then this past summer I was at the world lacrosse women's championships. So that was also really fun. Um, we ended up finishing, I think, 11th, but we went in. We were ranked like 25th, so that was pretty good for us. I played um, in, our, I think, our first playoff game. We played Canada, so it was like Dana Adobe, all those players, and Canada ended up finishing second. So it was just really cool to kind of play against someone that you've kind of seen from a distance for so long. Um, so it was inspiring, I think. It was awesome seeing – so many different cultures represented there in Towson, Maryland. It was awesome and just really shows how much the sport is growing. And I think that that's just a good thing for the sport in general. And to see that firsthand was really special.
0: Are you going to try to stick with the Puerto Rican team moving forward?
1: I think so, yeah, for as long as my body allows me.
0: Um, Thesis all handed in?
1: So my thesis is due the 24th. But it's pretty much done. So almost PTL. Very excited for that.
0: What is uh, what have you been writing on?
1: So I'm a psychology major, so I've always been interested in law. My dad's a lawyer, so I'm writing it on the difference between direct evidence and circumstantial evidence and sort of how jurors and individuals weigh each type of evidence and sort of trying to see if the severity of a crime affects the way that we view evidence.
0: And next up for you, you're gonna to go to grad school at Florida next year and play there.
1: Correct. Yep. I and will be doing that.
0: What's uh down the road? Law school?
1: Um, so I'm gonna get a master's in business. Um it's like a program that they have that's really great. It's for um anyone who didn't major in a business major, so social sciences, stuff like that. Um I have that and then my sister's in law school. I've always thought about law school, but really COVID, my life took a turn. So not entirely sure if law school is still in the pipeline, but it's very possible. Just depends if I want to go to school for eight years. (laughs)
0: Uh, Um, have you talked to somebody like Marge Donovan about what it's like to, uh, graduate from Princeton and play someplace else? Marge is at Maryland this year, obviously.
1: Yeah, I have talked to her. I think she definitely, um, she likes it a lot. She's enjoying herself. I think it's very, it's a very awesome opportunity that we have that I really never would have imagined. Just sort of finishing your career at Princeton, getting that degree, and then kind of getting something so different for a year is very special. Um, So yeah, Marge has been having a great time. She loves it. She is so thankful that she did it. So that's really looking good for me.
0: Well, Maria, I want to thank you for taking some time to be with us here. Sorry that your senior year has been a little bit rocky, but uh, I know everybody appreciates the contributions that you continue to make to the lacrosse program. I wish you good luck finishing your thesis and congratulations on graduation and uh, moving forward after that.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me.
0: So it'll be Princeton Penn Women, uh, Franklin Field, Wednesday night at 7. You're listening to the Princeton Laxcast. We'll take a short break and come back and hear from Princeton senior men's player Weston Carpenter.
2: At Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, Hamilton, we have a passion for heart health, with leading specialists in the diagnosis and treatment of all cardiac conditions. Healthy Lives Hamilton, an on site heart failure intervention program, a partnership with Rutgers Health, the latest technology and medical advancements, and nationally renowned care for every heart in every one of our communities. Whoever your heart beats for, our hearts beat for you. Let's be healthy
1: together. Visit rwjbh.org/slash heart.
2: Princeton LaxCast is presented by Lawrenceville Home Improvement. Spring is here, so now is the best time to plan your windows, doors, or siding project. Give Lawrenceville Home Improvement a call at 609-882-6709 for your free estimate on the highest quality products with superior installation practices. When it's time to improve your home's appearance and energy efficiency, remember Lawrenceville Home Improvement, windows, doors, and siding. Find them on the web or visit their showroom today.
0: Back on the Princeton LaxCast, I'm Jerry Price. I am joined by Princeton senior Weston Carpenter. Weston, welcome aboard.
2: How you doing? Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, first of all, congratulations on becoming the first team to clinch a spot in the Ivy League tournament. I'm assuming that's goal number one on the season for the team. And still a lot to play for, but uh, what does it mean to everybody to know that they'll still be playing into May?
2: Yeah, I mean, hearing that hearing that news for the first time today, all of the, the seniors especially were super excited. I mean always a number one goal to to play more lacrosse after the regular season and um the ivy league tournament is also just a gateway to the ncaa tournament so the fact that we were able to give ourselves a chance to to play more lacrosse into may and leading up to the end of may is is big for us and we're all super excited about that
0: so there's nobody on the team who's ever played in an ivy league tournament game but there's lots of guys who played in a final four game Mm -hmm. Uh, what is that like knowing that you got to the final four last year without getting into the Ivy tournament at all. And now being in the Ivy tournament with a shot to get into the is
2: Yeah. It's a, it's a new experience for sure. Just because last year our, our ticket to the NCAA tournament was kind of our, 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 our out of conference play. Sorry. Um, and then, so it's kind of the flip side this year. So if we want to, we want to make it to the, to the NCAA tournament, we got to kind of excel in the Ivy league. And as you said, a lot of guys like haven't really been in that sort of environment before. So it's pretty cool because we're, we're all super pumped to be there, but it's, it's a new experience and we're, we're ready to take it on, um, full swing.
0: Let's uh, talk about you a bit and go back sure. to, the beginning. you come from a very, uh, Princetonian family, uh, yep. a little bit about your parents and their connection to Princeton. And does it go back further than, than, uh, your mom and dad?
2: Yeah. So my, uh, my, my grandfather actually is also, uh, was also a Princeton alumnus, which is, um, which is really cool just to have those few generations, uh, at the school. So when I got the chance to play, uh, play at the university and just attend the university in general, it was, it was a big honor for me. So something I've always, i had always dreamed of. It was just, it was great that I was able to, to make it happen.
0: What, uh, what's your earliest memories of Princeton? Your parents bring you to reunions and that kind of stuff.
2: Yep. So when I was, uh, I think I want to say about seven or eight, I went to reunions with my folks and, um, think we we were in the the Whitman the Whitman dorms so no AC it's uh middle of May very hot but I just remember my parents just being over the moon about the chance to go back and see all the people they went to school with so I knew that it was something special for them so it kind of just made me more excited for it uh, even though I had no real prior experience with the school but having having been a student here for four years I I now understand completely what it meant to them and what it's going to mean to me in the future what
0: um you know, did they push you towards Princeton or were they just uh, stayed out of that a bit or had to reach your own decisions?
2: No, no, definitely. I mean, my parents were, were were happy with wherever I ended up. They they let me do my own thing and kind of took me to as many schools as possible just to see what kinds of environments I liked. Um, I was also involved in the recruiting circuit for lacrosse. So I was trying to to, to play to kind of just Play as well as I could, so I could attract some some looks from from different schools. Um, Princeton was just one that I knew I wanted to apply to immediately, and so uh, I just applied there as a student regularly, and was fortunate enough to get in. So it was just a, a batch of good luck for me.
0: So then you came to the lacrosse program, and you're a bit of uh, it's hard to say an unknown, but you you know mm-hmm. it's not easy to essentially walk onto the lacrosse team. What was that like for you when you first showed up? Because I mean, I remember. Right your freshman year, you made, you made an immediate impact. It was you know, it was clear that you belonged.
2: Yeah, it was definitely, definitely a bit scary at first. Um, I mean, the the transition from high school to, to collegiate lacrosse is, is something different. I mean, the, the, the players are bigger, the, the pace is faster. Um, but I, I had, I had contact with uh, the coaching staff a little bit beforehand just through the high school circuit. So I wasn't totally in, in a new environment. Um, and it was, I mean, playing, playing with players like Michael Sowers and Phil Robertson, like those seniors were huge role models for me. So when I was able to come in and kind of make, as you said, like an immediate impact, that was, that was really special. And they were all super welcoming to me, especially the guys in my own class. Like they were, they were always there to support me. And um, if I was playing well, they'd let me hear it. If I was playing maybe a little, uh, maybe a little poorly, they'd, they'd let me hear it as well. So it was kind of that back and forth communication that really helped me step into a, uh, or just become a little bit more comfortable on the team those first few weeks.
0: So uh, this season's been your best season. Uh, you have played mm-hmm. every game, scored a bunch of goals. Uh, what's it been like to make that kind of an impact?
2: It's, I mean, it's it's a dream come true, really. Um, I'm honestly just trying to trying to play a role wherever I can and just help the team wherever I can. Uh, I kind of kind of settled into a role a little bit on on the man up this year. And um, playing a little six v six earlier in the season, just um, like at midfield, a little bit at attack, but really just to to be able to to go out on the field and represent the represent Princeton in the game against a lot of these other highly touted programs like Yale, Syracuse, like it's once I like I said, it's a dream come true, and I'm just going to try to keep producing however I can so that we can help our team play well into May.
0: So uh, next up for Princeton is a game against Harvard. That's Saturday at one o'clock. It's Senior Day. It's the last yep. game on, uh, Sherrod Field. What's that going to feel like?
2: Definitely, definitely a little bit nostalgic. Played, played many hours on uh, on in 52 Stadium on Sherrod Field. Um, I think that just having the last home game ever in my career against Harvard is kind of a is kind of icing on the icing on the cake just because that's a that's a rivalry that we're always looking forward to it's always circled on the schedule it's a little bit of a revenge game because they they got us last year uh, in the regular season and i think just the the common thread on the team is we want to finish off our season as as well as we can and that means with a regular season championship leading to an Ivy League championship and then hopefully we'll end it in a pile with the NCAA tournament uh championship but obviously Harvard's that next that next domino to fall for us to to make a bid for the for the regular season Ivy League championship, and it's going to be one that we're definitely looking forward to, especially on Senior Day.
0: Uh, between now and then, you have a a piece of unfinished business to take care of. Your senior thesis, uh, yes, sir. What are you writing on?
2: So my my thesis is uh, so I'm a molecular biology major. So my thesis is based on it's uh. It studies how the the corona the COVID virus um, can become resistant to certain antiviral drugs that we might throw at it. So basically, what my research is is I'm investigating whether or not a class of drugs that are currently being tested against uh, COVID, if they have any merit, and then I try to manually manifest mutations in the virus that could make it resistant to these drugs. So it's kind of a a cause and effect type project where I can see are we able to predict how the virus might mutate to to defend against the the treatments that we put out against it? So kind of a really timely subject, which I love.
0: and next up for you is medical school.
2: yep. this fall i'm gonna I'm gonna be heading to uh to Yukon. so it's a nice little hometown um hometown school back in back in Connecticut. But, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for that. I know I know it's a lot of work, but it's something that I have been wanting to do my whole life and it's like a like like I've said for a lot of the things uh, today, it's a dream come true.
0: What kind of medicine do you want to eventually do?
2: That's 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 the question, isn't it? Yeah. Um I'm not entirely too I'm not entirely sure yet. I'm doing uh, the neuroscience certificate at Princeton right now. So I've taken a bunch of classes in neurology and kind of related subjects. So something neurology related or even neurosurgery would be would be would be awesome, but I've also I did a, I did an internship at in an emergency room during the kind of the COVID summer of 2020 and that experience was was life-changing for me. I was able to work with a team of doctors who just taught me the ropes and everything and any questions I had they were able to answer. So emergency medicine is also a realistic possibility just from just from that experience.
0: Lastly, before I let you go, uh sure. let's go back to last Saturday at uh at Dartmouth and uh team breakfast and Coach Madelon comes in and uh announces the birth of Wyatt Madelon. What was that yep. team and how much of a motivator was that heading into the game, you know, trying to carry all that emotion forward?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think just from that announcement, I think uh Coach Madelon just kind of he was he was sharing the the joy that he felt at uh, his child being born and it made it made uh that much more to us that he was still there um with us. I mean, obviously if he had if he had left to go to go see Wyatt, like we would have we completely supported him. But the fact that he stayed and was able to to kind of be our rock as the head coach and lead us to a pretty, pretty astounding victory over Dartmouth meant that much more. And I think that when we were warming up and when we started to play, we we all kind of had Wyatt in the back of our minds and we knew that. Coach Madelon was making a, a little bit of a sacrifice to be there with us, and we wanted to to show out as best we could. That was something we felt that we owed to him a little bit.
0: So for the record, just so people understand, why it came uh, four days early, and right. uh, he came in the middle of the night. So uh, Coach Madelon would have been there if he could, but he was already up at, at Dartmouth, and uh, it was just an amazing thing where he was able to FaceTime during the birth, but then also be there with the team. And, and I was really uh, – I was really – impressed with the reaction of all of the players and, and the emotions mm-hmm. that everybody really felt and it was really genuine it was great to see
2: absolutely yeah 100
0: well weston thanks for uh taking some time to be with us congratulations on your career at princeton and your upcoming graduation i'm sure handing your thesis in and having senior day within uh 24 hours will be a pretty amazing experience for you but uh thank yep. you for taking some time
1: yeah
2: thanks for having me it's been uh it's been a great time uh
0: this was princeton senior weston carpenter And you've been listening to the Princeton LaxCast.